Hello, and welcome to the Confident Choices Podcast. I'm your host, Claudia, and this is the podcast where we break down wedding taboos, get into the nitty-gritty of wedding planning, and everything that comes along with it. This podcast is for anybody who's planning their wedding and wants to plan it with absolute confidence. Now, this episode is going to be of an introductory episode. It's going to be a little bit of an about me. I want you to get to know me and who I am and why I'm here. Feel free to skip along to some of my other content if this isn't something that you feel like listening to today. Um, I fully get it. So let's just jump right into it. So my name is Claudia. I am 25 years old. My birthday is the 23rd. Oh my God, the 23rd of July, 1997, which makes me a cancer cusp Leo. I grew up in the uh, inner west suburbs of Sydney. So we're going all the way back. Okay. My background is in uh, music. I went to a few music schools. I did singing pretty much my whole life. I still sing now. Um, don't do it professionally, obviously. I'm wedding planning now. That's my professional. That, that That's what I do 99% of the time. I got engaged um, of July of last year, three days before my birthday, which uh, pop quiz is the 20th of July. Had to pop quiz myself because I said my birthday was the 26th. What a numpty. Bringing it forward to 2023, I have... I'm, I'm in marketing. I work in marketing and I have worked in marketing and events um, for the last six years. I worked in large scale events. So I've made events of over 6,000 people, which is pretty massive. So even though I'm not a wedding planner per se, my credentials in wedding planning include the fact that um, I'm 100% Russian and Russian and Eastern European women, no offense to any of you listening, but we're a little bit nuts when it comes to wedding planning. We are also very particular women about controlling things. So when I got engaged, I was, I just thought to myself, oh, oh my swear words. This is, this is it. This is, I found my calling. This is exactly what I meant to do with my life. I also do copywriting. So I do corporate and creative copywriting. I have my own social media management agency. So I, as you can tell, I'm a highly organized controlling person. And I'll say, I'm the first one to say I'm, I'm controlling hundred percent. I also have a amazing TikTok and Instagram community of around 9,000 people at the moment. It's really rapidly growing. And I just want to shout out and say, thank you so much to everybody who's been on my journey so far. We've got a long way to go. Um, and it's been so much fun having my opinions heard. People love what I'm saying and it really resonates with them. So I really hope it resonates with you as well. The reason why I've decided to share my innermost thoughts with the internet is because I never found content that resonated with me. I never found content that taught me how to be confident when talking to vendors or talking to my suppliers or, you know, going to going dress shopping and having that be a horrendous experience. And I never really found content creators um, or content in general where I didn't feel like I was being sold something because the wedding industry is this like capitalist monopoly where predominantly women are targeted and preyed upon um, for the vulnerability, the sheer vulnerability of everybody wants their dream wedding. I truly believe that there are like so many things in the industry that you don't need to focus on. There are so many things in the industry that we don't need to buy. And there are so many things in the industry that can be changed and it kind of needs to be called out. And in particular, wedding planners that have podcasts and like, honestly, no hate to them. Like they, they need to do what they need to do. I think there's a lot of value in wedding planners, but coming, looking at it from a marketing perspective, looking at it from a business perspective, looking, looking at it from an, a bride's perspective. I think that the wedding industry is telling us lies and this is the podcast that's going to sort of untie all those lies and is going to help you, um, have a more confident wedding and be confident with all your choices and not second guess that, 
oh my God, I didn't get a photo booth. My wedding's going to be ruined. Like, no, that's not the case. I'm going to tell you a little story about what happened to me when I went wedding dress shopping for the first time. So I, from when I was a little girl, I had the absolute dream of having a ball gown princess wedding dress. Um, I didn't have any inspo in mind. I just always knew that I wanted one with a train. I wanted it big off my hips. I wanted long sleeves. I want high neck. Um, I want drama. Okay. Like we want, we want full on Russian princess drama. So I found a couple of dresses that I liked online and I picked one place because I knew that in this space in Sydney, if you know it, there's a, there's a suburb called Wetherill Park and there's like 10 dress shops in, um, in Wetherill Park. So I booked an appointment with this place literally two weeks after I got engaged because I knew what I wanted and I, and I knew that it was going to take, it takes a long time to get a dress and I wanted to make sure it was perfect and all the things. So I book the appointment, I take my grandma, one of my bridesmaids, and I take my mother-in-law, who is an absolute angel. We get paired with a sales assistant, um, who at first I thought was lovely and very welcoming and very wonderful. We look around, I try on a couple of dresses, and I'm like, nothing, it's not really hitting. I'm not getting the the experience that I want. So I find this dress. It's stunning, okay? Like when I tell you my face right now, I'm pulling the ugliest stank face. It is effing stunning. The lady tells me, this is how the conversation went. Hey, this dress is stunning. I really want to try it on. Well, this is a trunk show and a trunk show, if you don't know, is where a designer will take their um, their new season gowns to a supplier, like a shop, a, a shop, one of their suppliers, and they'll have the show on for a weekend or a week or a couple of weeks to see how many sales that will generate. The dresses that don't do so well um, will be cut from the season and those that do will go into production. So she so she starts telling me this trunk show and she says, look, there's this designer here. Um, I can't remember the name of it because I, I was pretty, you'll hear why I'm annoyed. She says, this dress that you are holding right now there is not one person that has bought this dress yet. It is brand new. The trunk show designer, this design will end tomorrow. Like the, the sorry, the trunk show will end tomorrow, which means that you need to put a deposit on it now today. You need to put a deposit today on this dress if you want it. Now, that puts a lot of pressure on a bride. I told her it was the first time I've gone wedding dress shopping and that put a lot of pressure on me to freaking put a deposit down on this dress that I didn't even know if I wanted yet. And she tells me that, once this dress goes into, produ- into production, that it will be worth over $15,000 or something. So she was just giving it to me for like $4,000, but she said it's going to be over ten grand by the time we um, sell this dress. Now, in my mind, I don't like paying full price for anything. So I was like, oh my God, this is a great deal. I'm trying on the dress. I said, look, I want long sleeves. So can you do long sleeves? She said, yes. I said, okay, I want to do the back this way. Can we do it? She said, yes. With all of the extras, it was going to cost me $4,800. I was like, holy dooly, what a bargain. Let's get this dress on. I tried the dress on. I was like, holy smokes. Everyone was like, wow, that's incredible. You got to try it on. You got you to buy this dress, right? Mind you, this entire freaking time that I'm trying on this dress, the sales assistant is like, would not shut up. She would not stop talking. She would actually, she was just saying over and over again, it's wonderful. It's beautiful. It, da, 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 da. You're going to get it. You have to get it. You have to buy it. This is the dress for you. This is the dress for you. You're never going to find anything like this again. You're never going to da, 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 da. the trunk show, the trunk show, the trunk show. And I was feeling super overwhelmed. At this point, I said, I am getting a bit overwhelmed, lady. I need you to calm down. I need you to leave me alone for 10 minutes. Come back and we'll talk about it. So I discuss it with my grandma and she says, 
in you know she's russian so she was like oh it's nice i like it which in her language is holy shit that's a beautiful dress everyone says it's gorgeous they say it's a great price they say look why not but me knowing my vision going back to the ball gown thing i thought okay i'm gonna need to think about this and my heart was beating out of my chest i was fully sweating i was stressing out i was so unbelievably worried that i was going to make the wrong decision so the lady comes back she's in our ear the whole time every two minutes you're right doll you're okay you're right the ladies that i brought with me i decided to take a break i said let's go get a coffee let's go get some lunch and let's go have a look at the other places because as i said there's a few different wedding places within the same vicinity so we walked to a couple of others we tried them i tried on a few more dresses and nothing really hit the bar as high as that dress So I felt pressured. I felt stressed. There was the element of the trunk show. There was the element of the pushy sales lady. There was the element of the pressure from my, the people that I had brought with me. Now it is no fault of their own that they loved this dress. It's not their fault. They didn't understand my vision. However, the sales assistant, I told her exactly what I wanted and this was not what I wanted. She advised me wrong and you as a sales assistant see a hundred brides a week and you can't sit there and tell me, Hey, I can, I see you told me that you want this vision yet. We have a completely different dress at this point. So what are we going to do here? Is this truly the right dress for you? I think you need to try another ball gown. That's what I would have done in that situation, but she was pushing the trunk show because this this trunk show designer wants to see that her dresses are going to sell. They get commissions and kickbacks if they sell stuff at a trunk show. They get more commission than they do from normal dresses. Me, being an idiot and being in La La Land and being in Bride Land, didn't think about this particular this you know this this scenario. Didn't think that they're going to make commissions. I think that this woman has my best interests at heart. She clearly didn't. So, an hour passes. I end up paying for the dress. Okay. I'm not happy about it. I know you're not happy about it either. I put a deposit down on the dress. I sent it to all my friends and I said to them the next day, I think I made a wrong decision. I think about it for about two weeks and I was like, you know what? I've made a really wrong decision. I made a really bad decision. For context, I wasn't talking to my mum at the time. We're still not really on good terms. We have a very complicated relationship. But I called her, I, I, I sent her the photo of the dress about a week later and she, we're on FaceTime and she gave me this face and I was like, I know that I picked the wrong dress. I know that I have made the wrong decision picking this dress. So she said to me, let's go try the dress on again. I go try the dress on again. Now I tried the dress on, I get no feeling, no butterflies, no tingly feeling in my butt, like nothing. No, I didn't have a say yes to the dress moment at, like at all. Mind you, I emailed the shop and I called the shop a few times and I said, I'm trying the dress on. They put me back onto the sales assistant and on the phone, this is how this is how it went. Ring, ring. Hi, thank you for calling bridal store. Da, 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 da. This is da, 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 speaking. Yeah, can I please speak to XYZ sales assistant? Hi, this is XYZ sales assistant. Um, yeah, I really want to try on the dress again. I didn't, re- I really just, I don't think it's for me. But why? You loved the dress. You thought the dress was amazing. Why don't you like the dress anymore? Well, I mean, you can try it on, but hold on a minute. I thought the trunk show ended on Sunday. What do you mean I can come try on the dress on? So she says to me on the phone that you can come try on the dress on. I thought that I couldn't try it on because she said that the freaking trunk show ended the day after I bought the dress. Okay, so back to me, you know, trying on this heinous dress. So XYZ sales assistant was was there when I went back with my mum to try on the dress. And she was like, 
what what's wrong why why do you hate the dress she was being pushy again pushy again pushy again i said i don't want this dress i don't want this dress now i am a very confident person i'm a very i have I think I have pretty good self-esteem. I'm very, very confident. I have no problem telling people what's what. If I don't like you, unfortunately, you're going to know about it. But for this reason, but for some reason, I felt really vulnerable in this situation. I felt really like I was, I didn't have any power in this situation. I felt like the situation was um, bigger than, than I was. I felt a little bit helpless and I had a vision of what trying on my dress was going to be like. And it wasn't this beautiful romantic moment. It was, I was sweaty. I was stinky. I was stressed. This woman was staring at my bum the whole time and my body. Um, my friends and the people that I was with were stressing me out because I told them the vision, but they didn't quite understand. The sales assistant was being pushy. It was not a magical, perfect moment. It was horrible and overhyped. The story goes now that I ended up getting 50% of my deposit back because my mom is a shark and she just, she went for it. She got half the deposit back. Most of the time they'll just tell you, see you later, don't worry about it. It was literally two weeks after we made the, de- like put the deposit down and they were saying like, oh, you know, we, we can't give it to you because it's already in production. I'm like, show me the photo of the lady sewing the freaking dress. Show me the photo. I get that there's contracts involved. You sign the deposit, you pay the deposit, you have the contract that you that it's non-refundable, blah, 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 blah. But it's just ethics. Like I've now slammed them on social media and I've now slammed them and a lot of people know about them and they had the same experience at that store. Why are you doing this just because you think you have a revolving door of brides? It's actually not okay. So the moral of the story is, is why I'm making this podcast is I don't want any bride to ever feel like that ever again. And in that moment, I was driving home um, after I had picked the dress that I actually wanted. And I thought to myself, I will never be put in that situation again during my wedding planning. And the secondary thought was, and I don't want anybody else to feel that way. So I started sharing my experience and, you know, the the community's already grown and and it's wonderful and I really appreciate it. But you don't deserve while you're wedding planning to feel powerless, to feel less than, to feel like your expectations were not met. Don't get me wrong. Your expectations need to be managed about what your wedding planning is going to be. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. And sometimes it is, but the point is you deserve to have a wedding experience that is as less stressful as possible. And external people putting pressure on you to do stuff has no value on the way that you make your decisions. You have to make the decisions that are going to be based on what's right for you, what's right for your partner, for your wedding, um, if you're, if for your family, if they're involved and you want them to be involved. Somebody else's opinions about your wedding is actually not your problem. It has nothing to do with your wedding. Your opinions on your wedding are the only ones that matter and your partners, obviously. When I say your, I mean the both of you. So I hope that story kind of contextualizes a little bit about me and my journey that I've been on so far and why I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. I'm going to be posting every Wednesday and Fridays. So on wedding Wednesdays, join me for a topic that we're going to pick um, probably from our TikTok community about everything to do with weddings. And on confidence hour on Friday, we are going to be talking about everything to do with confidence because everything that you do with your wedding requires a confident decision-making process in your mind. And I really want to delve into that deeper and I'll be answering questions from my TikTok. So 
follow me at Plotty Your Claws everywhere. And I also have a stand store. Um, on the stand store, I have a vow workshop, I have a vow ebook, and I have um, a vow webinar also coming up as well. I'm really passionate about vows, and as a copywriter, um, I've helped a lot of my friends and now my clients um, achieve their vow goals. So hit me up on that. Otherwise, I will see you in the next time I see you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoyed making it. And I hope you have a really, really good day. See you next time. Bye.